Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way. Following W9's directions, the Sky on Fire arrived at an asteroid where they expected to find their bounty, Bandu Doba. A quick scan let them know there were ship-sized caverns, life forms, and energy signatures within. Before they could enter, however, a picket droid accosted them for identification. Some relatively quick thinking brought to mind the stolen data and a password, buying a few moments before the suspicious droid realized the crew were not who they claimed. Each side got a shot off before alerts were sent. They have more firepower than the droid, but will they make it in unscathed? Find out on this week's episode, Dealing with Something Ugly. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars RPG line. Currently, we are playing Trouble Brewing, and it can be found in the Edge of the Empire Core rulebook. This is Episode 9, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. This Gand is played by the human Christine. This Gand would like to issue an apology to Barrowin, Verin, Billy, Freebo, Zucata, W9, and K1 for this Gand's poor piloting, and for this Gand risking the crew and passengers' lives. In spite of this Gand's failures, this Gand hopes to prove a worthy technician in repairing the damage this Gand has caused. I'm Barrowin, and I'm played by Brandon for this adventure and all the other ones. Uh, and... I have to clean up Cav's mess. Hashtag mandible pout. My name is Leslie, and I am playing your uh, local dealer droid, Billy, who is currently fretting and useless. Hello, my name is Vorun Afa. We here at the Heroes of the Hydean Way have gotten some letters since the last episode aired, purporting to point out a so-called plot hole in my background. How, these anonymous penmen and penwomen ask, does Vorin have his unique and extremely attractive accent if he, as he said in last week's episode, was raised from near birth by a corporate executive training facility? Well, let me just say first that no one in the Hydean Way organization has asked me to say this, and I share this information of my own free will. My accent is genetic. They tried to work it out of me with speech therapy and hours and hours of Coruscanti holovids, but nothing worked. Now, I hope this puts to rest the accent gate hashtag that's trending, as well as any further letters questioning the extremely detailed behind-the-scenes scripting and backstories we have here at the Hydean Way. Thank you for your time, and I will now return you to your regularly scheduled shenanigans. The accent is genetic. Shouldn't it be French then? I mean, I mean, here's the thing though. Uh, like in Star Wars, accents kind of are genetic. Uh, I also have several. I want to point out, so take that, that as you will. Uh, the only Twi'leks I've heard speak really speak Hatties or like Mission Veo. 
I've sworn in Hutties on the show, but that's about it. To learn more about our characters, we try to get one hero to ask another a question. Furin, this Gant has a very important question to ask. This Gant is scared to know the truth, but knows this Gant must push forward and inquire. Verin, how does a being dress for success? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, yes, the regularly scheduled shenaniganery. <laughs> there you go. We got into them quickly. Cav, I think part of the key of dressing for success is to remember that you want your clothes to draw attention, but not to draw attention away from you. The goal is to get people to look at you. This game does that. Yeah, well, uh... (laughs) (laughs) You want people to look at you in a more general sense. If they look at you, and they see your clothes, and they don't really see you all that much past them, then you've only really done half the job, you understand? So you see, what I wear, it's flashy, it looks good, it's well-tailored. But when you look at my clothes, that's not the first thing that, that keeps your attention. Because I usually start talking, but that's part of it, too. I question the use of usually proceeding start talking. (laughs) So what Verin is saying is Cavit needs to have this Gans close tailored. I... It would be a start. And then other beings will react more favorably towards this Gand. You know, next time we're on a planet that actually has some semblance of civilization, we should just go shopping. This Gand likes to shop. Let's get Destiny Pool going. Anyone want to mention what the Destiny Pool is? To oh, our yeah, I'm listeners? sorry. I'm, I'm out of it today. Normally, that's my job. So our final pool ends up Go, being... team, go. Four white, two black. I'm perky. <laughs> ends up being four light side <laughs> points and two dark side points. You got to say it right, Leslie. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm too busy being pleased because I rolled two light side points. Uh, yeah, today's going to be fun. All right. So the sky on fire is in combat. In the cockpit, we have Berwin and... I think just Berwin. Berwin. Yeah. Yeah. We have Berwin in the cockpit. Berwin and her regrets. Don't worry. That may change soon. Oh, I don't think she's going to stop regretting things. So we have... Berwin in the cockpit, trying to smoothly jump the ship forward. We have Vern in the upper gunwell, who's just taken a fairly uh, good shot at the sentry droid. We have Billy at the hallway right at the base of the gunwells, calming Vern so that they're actually thinking straight instead of shooting wildly. And we have Kev, who is running around trying to fix some of the things that are uh, somewhat sparking, arcing, and rattling very loudly on the ship. We are at the top of the second round of combat. The way initiative has apparently worked out is, starting at the beginning of round two, we have four PC slots and two NPC slots in that order. You get wrecked NPC. Uh, I think people not Cav should probably go first <laughs> in case uh, you guys rack up enough system strain to make it worthwhile for Cav to do another set of repairs rather than run to the cockpit or the other gunnery turret. We're still just facing the two droids, right? Well, one droid and something else. 
Uh, the droid. It is just a single droid ship. Oh, I saw two slots. There so. are two slots, we just don't know what the other one is yet. Oh, yeah. okay. That's concerning. <laughs> I say let Varun take another shot. I, I do have a rank in gunnery now. Varun has calmed down enough to figure the controls out. <laughs> is that how that works? Yes, that's exactly how you gain ranks and things. So I was going to suggest that if you would like, I can... Uh... If I can, if I go first, I can stay on target, which improves your ability to shoot. Oh yeah, that would work. Um, just by you know, piloting, piloting around to put the thing in your sights. Are we moving? Because in my head, this whole thing was happening in like a stationary. No, we're we moving. Stop to look at it, right? Okay. Now, for the listeners' benefit, since this is our first time really doing starship-related stuff, uh, what's the catch to doing stay on target? Okay, so what stay on target is, is it's a maneuver the pilot can take. Represents swinging the the ship around and, and, you know, putting it in in the best position to bring all of its weapons to bear on a particular target. The uh, upside is that combat checks made um, targeting the the other ship get to upgrade their role once. The downside is that other things shooting us would also get to upgrade their uh, pool once because um, essentially we're, we're, we're staying on target. We're not taking evasive maneuvers. We're pointing, we're pointing straight and uh, not wavering from that. Thank you. Um, so uh, we're, we should already be going speed three, which is required because we punched it before. You punched it last round. You're now going speed three. And you're flitting around and now staying on target. You got out to, like, edge of close and now are diving in at this uh, sentry droid. Yep. Uh, so that is Barrowin's maneuver. As Barrowin's action, uh, she is going to use Field Commander to endeavor to let, it would be in this case, two people take a free maneuver. Okay. Ooh. Um, if she passes a leadership role. So that's that's the, that's the catch. It's not really a catch. That's the requirement. <laughs> <laughs> the catch is she has to play the game, I suppose. <laughs> Fortunately, one of the things I spent XP on, probably the only thing I spent XP on the last time uh, that we got XP, was bumping Barrowin's leadership. So what's your, uh, what's your base now? Uh, my, uh, Barrowin's leadership is three. So with a presence of two, I'm starting with two yellows and a green. Awesome. So, uh, and it's average difficulty. Yeah, sounds about right. Do you want to, any setbacks or anything for any particular reason? Or, or any upgrades to this? Yeah, I don't really think so. Right. Sure, you're a little on the distracted side. Everyone kind of is, yeah. but this is... Nothing too, too out of the ordinary. Alrighty, here we go. Okay, so uh, with two yellows, a green, and two purples, I've got three successes and one threat. So pretty solid uh, result. So what this means, um, since I've passed, is a number of allies equal to my presence, which is two, so two of you, uh, may immediately suffer one strain to perform one maneuver. This does not count... As one of your two maneuvers. <laughs> May I take one of those then? Because uh, I will use it to aim. You absolutely should. I I care that you take <laughs> one. I do not care about who takes the other. 
So I will take a strain and use it to aim. Uh, Leslie, if you don't have an immediate thought, I know what Cav would use it for. Go crazy. All right, so then Cav will take a strain and do the other one. With Cav's free maneuver, as Berwin calls out over the like ship intercom. Cav, lock down that stabilizer. And, and Cav says, This camp is a better idea. And uh, Cav is going to use the maneuver to uh, kind of run towards the, the gunnery turrets. <laughs> ben, question, how many maneuvers away was I from the turrets? I'm guessing it was at least two, like one to get there and then one to like strap in. Yeah, that sounds about right. On account of the lack of letride. Yeah, so so Cav has run up to basically Billy's position at the base of the ladder and is sort of like just ducking, not even doesn't doesn't really have to duck much underneath like Billy's arm where she's sort of like braced herself to try to get to the ladder. And and Cav says, Watch out for Vrebo's falling gun. Please excuse the scand. The scand needs to assist Vern. And what's Vern doing with this free maneuver? Oh, he's aiming. He is lining up the crosshairs of his, I'm sure it's an analog aiming reticle or whatever, or some kind of iron sights, uh, given our ship doesn't have the fanciest stuff. We don't have those holographic targeting things. Well, you'd have, like, Falcon versions. Okay, yeah, he's lining yeah, up the grid vector on top graphics. of the blip that represents the droid. Good old 70s graphics, yep. Okay, that's it for me. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't need to take my other maneuver, uh, and... Uh, you two do not forget that does not count as one of your normal two maneuver limit. Um, so you are still able to do two maneuvers on your own turns. Field commander is one of the relatively few things that uh, breaks that limit. Just to clean up the uh, threat that's going around, I'm going to have it be like as Berwin's being all inspiring for Vern and for Cav. The very start is a little bit of feedback as they're getting their headset on and squeals in their uh, soft, fluffy ears, causing a single point of strain to Berwin. Okay. Her hearing is quite acute. All right. Sounds like Vern's up next. Sure. Uh, having been, uh, you know, inspired by Berwin, he's then going to remember the... Yeah, bossed around by Verilyn. He's going to remember the next thing, or the, or the last thing that she told him to do, which was deep breath aim. So he will uh, spend two maneuvers to just really aim carefully. Just take a, a long, deep breath, and then on the exhale, he's going to pull the triggers. So I will double aim, costing two uh, strain. All right. So that means so you've got back. a triple aim and also an upgrade from stay on target. <laughs> nice so i have uh i've taken a third of my strain but well not not today i already had two strain uh going into this i don't remember where i got it but i had it so so uh then we add agility and i have one rank in gunnery so i have a rank in gunnery now and then i get the free upgrade and i have three agility so it's going to be two yellows a green and three blues versus whatever the shot difficulty is. And in this case, because I'm using a destiny point, the shot difficulty shall be one red and one purple. All right, purple and a red. <laughs> Huzzah! There you go. Wow, okay. What did you get? That's three successes, one advantage, and a triumph. <laughs> I guess I might actually want to spend the triumph to activate linked and just hit it dead on. Or... How much damage? Um, I don't know. I three extra damage. <laughs> the base on the cannons is six. The crit on the crit, critical rating on the cannons are three. 
and they each have a linked one. All right. So in this particular case, that would cause a not-so-small explosion in front of you. <laughs> As in, the sentry droid ship is now an exploding ball of orange and green gas. Which we fly through in a really cool fashion, right? For an advantage, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll spend it that way. Okay. Um, did I need the triumph to kill it, or was it just dead? Uh, let's see. That was... Nine damage. It has three armor and it had two hull left. That totally exploded. Yeah, you've got a bouncing triumph from this. I do have a free triumph. Um, not sure what I should do with it. <laughs> Any suggestions? It might be still related to the droid. Like I think originally we were gonna try to gather information from it. Maybe there's like a black box that's still something we could try to retrieve. Yeah, something is intact. The triumph, we fly through the wreckage, and the black box by our, like gets stuck to the window of the turret by our like momentum. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> like it's sort of pinned between the uh, turret itself and the hull. Like as we're flying through, it sort of like slams into the turret and then wedges <laughs> itself there. Down below, at like the base of the ladder, you hear Cav call up. Did Vern get it? Vern got it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so weird. <laughs> Vern got what? I don't want to know. I, I need an adult. <laughs> Aren't you an adult? That was not supposed to be quite as all the ladybugs as it sounded. <laughs> I like that that's a new way to describe things. <laughs> I have a way with the Vern just likes cab. It's just, you know, it can't be helped. I mean, with this kind of fashion sense. <laughs> Your magnum PI on speed fashion sense, right? Look, everybody has a type. Mm. So so I, I Christine know we're still in in combat. <laughs> but Cav does not, so as far as Cav is concerned, things have settled, right? The ship itself is still maneuvering around fairly rapidly. It's like you just saw it go through this cloud of uh explosion. And now sort of behind or above you kind of is the sort of slowly fading explosion of this sentry droid there's nothing really on sensors yet and for what it's worth uh Baron wouldn't be slowing down i mean i think the assumption we were going with before is that since the droid noticed us probably anybody in the asteroid knows we're here and so lollygagging is not um i do believe it sent something before we got to actually engage it. So we know a signal has gone out. We do not know what that signal is. You know that actually two signals have gone out. One from when you're initially sending Mm. your pass signal, and then a second one as it did a strafing run on the sky on fire. Okay. So we are still in combat. We are still in structured time, yes. Or or structured time, yeah. That's a better way of putting it. So Cap thinks everything is... It's going fine there. So Cav is going to go ahead and uh uh like key the nearest like com for the like the ship or whatever and uh inquire What would Berwin like the scan to do? Did you lock down that stabilizer? Yes. Oh. What else is wrong? The the, the sky is on fire is in very good shape, all things considered. 
<laughs> I both look forward to and dread the day someone's going to have to say the words, the sky is on fire, is on fire. <laughs> I mean, we did just fly through a fireball, which I thought was somewhat fitting. The, this game can, can t- find more things to, to repair. And Cavill kind of like very awkwardly like press the comm button, sort of like he- head hung low for a moment. Then sort of like turns back, almost walks into Billy, who's just been standing there this entire time. Like she do. Yep. Th- this scan has worked. And we'll sort of duck back underneath her arm and uh, we'll grab K1 and uh, start seeing about repairing that hold damage. Uh, refresh my, mem- my memory. So repairing hold damage in a structure time scenario, you can only do once, correct? Uh, for actual hull wounds, correct. Okay. It's what I thought, but Cav thinks this is the end of it, so... Uh, so that'd be a mechanics check? Correct. Uh, and we are not under half of our whole trauma, so it's just one purple? Is it like medicine? It's the it's the same it's the same system as the the only thing that's different about it is the uh limitation on only doing it once. Okay. So then uh Cavs mechanics uh, is three yellow and a green, uh plus a boost for K1's uh assistance versus one purple. <laughs> nice. Five successes and two advantages. So I'm guessing with five successes, our full, our five hole trauma is gone. Correct. And you do have two advantage. Uh, the two advantage is going to be uh, passing on a boost to whatever Barrowin does next, because Cav is really trying to uh, make up for Cav's previous failures to Barrowin specifically. Um, and so, uh, so it's a boost to whatever she does next. It's kind of that stabilizer does get locked down. The ride's a little bit smoother. And in the span of like a few minutes, Cav is undone running into an asteroid. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> on, give the Gan some credit. Um, is it a PC turn? Yes, it is still. Actually, it is Billy's turn. Now she's even more useless. <laughs> My poor droid. <laughs> If you jump out of the airlock fast enough, you could probably punch something. <laughs> I'm just going to climb out of the ship <laughs> you, you and You can go jump. retrieve that black box. Superman style. That's actually what I was going to say. If we're out of combat, uh, Billy's going to kind of look around awkwardly. Uh, Vern, did you announce what happened to that black box? Uh, I don't know if I did, but I think he would notice and say something like, um, uh, it's a piece of the, of it, uh, stuck to the turret. Of it. <laughs> You got some um, in the in the turret. It's stuck. Got some schmutz. Exactly. Oh, I don't know if he knows Yiddish. <laughs> Why not? All right. Space Yiddish. <laughs> so Billy is going to be making their way up onto the hull. Yes, she's she's gonna go to the airlock, do all the proper pressurization, turn around, do all the proper unpressurization, and go for a stroll. In space. On a ship that is in combat. Uh, no, on a ship that just finished combat. Well, you know, quotation marks in combat. I don't like you right now. <laughs> Since the Sky and Fire is currently going at, like, is going at speed three, is going, is staying on target, still, on account of everyone hasn't been able to go next that brings us to another craft that is shooting towards question sky on fire since since i'm outside can i tell them that it's coming 
it's at quite a long distance. Yeah, but I'm just wandering around. It's sort of, well, it's jetting. Billy, what do your robot eyes see? <laughs> if the answer is the thermal spectrum. <laughs> They're taking the- Freebo to Isengard. <laughs> what I'm what I'm more thinking is over the internal emergency comm net on the ship is a tweedling starting to happen. The kind of horrible tweedling that anyone playing a flight simulator knows oh so well. Uh-oh. That there's a ship that has roared or actually very first thing that needs to happen is this guy is going to be taking off and screaming as fast as he can. Billy, the ship is beeping again. (laughs) I was waiting for it. Everybody should probably hold on to something. (laughs) You can say as Billy's walking on the hull. Yeah, Billy, are you somewhere secure? (laughs) (laughs) In theory, you would know. I'm just sort of thinking that Billy is... Dealing with standard uh, EVA protocols of like clipping off here, moving, clipping, unclipping, moving, clipping, like Lando. <laughs> I'm debating how much Billy would normally be concerned because I think she has magnetic feet. She'd probably still want to tether. Yeah, no, she'd because tether. You don't. Your magnetic feet don't help very much if something like knocks you clear of the ship. Yeah, no, she'd tether. She would do everything like by the book. <laughs> she doesn't want to gamble. Like, to the precise inch. So, for this Yahoo's maneuver, he is going to attempt to Yahoo. What? Piloting to get close. A technical term? Oh! oh yes! Oh. <laughs> now, this is pod racing. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, we should have upgraded. Anyway, okay, so, rolling three yellows against two red and a purple, the pilot was able to get one failure... And to advantage. And in doing so, I'm assuming doesn't succeed. Yeah, it is moving through an asteroid field, correct? I'm really thinking that this would be a... Like, it's moving through space. I'm thinking... I don't know. Minor collision makes sense? So, minor collision. Someone roll... Exclamation mark. Ship crit. One word. Minus 10. Okay, I'm confused. Why is it minus 10? Uh, It's minus 10 on account of... It's a minor crit, which means it's defense uh, rating times 10. So if it's the sky on fire, the sky on fire would get, I don't know, 2? 20? Yeah. Would get, because the sky on fire has one four and one rear shields, they would get minus 20. If it was a major crit, it would be minus 5. The minus is what's confusing me. It hit something, but it's got a shield in the way of what hit it. But there is an actual negative part to this crit no um list. the basically any if you hit zero or less it just assumes you had a one essentially mm-hmm. oh um, yeah. okay so you can't Fair if enough. you t- if you ever have to take a crit you are taking a crit it's not possible to like roll so low that you don't it's not normally possible out- outside of things that explicitly break that rule play and now this z tie which has now Sadly, only taken one's mechanical stra- stress. On the other hand, it is a Z-tie, which is the body of a, or the, like, fuselage of a Z-95, and the solar panels of a TIE fighter 
glommed onto the side. So it, yeah, it looks like a dog head, really, because a Z95 has an even longer snout than an X-Wing. It doesn't have the weird undercarriage thing. And in punching up to get within short range of the uh, Sky on Fire, so that they are now able to attempt to use uh, their concussion missile launcher on the Sky on Fire. That sounds bad. It is bad. That's why I said hold on to something. I hope you did. You said concussion missile? Yes, which is a lesser form of missile projectile. It still has, like, armor breaching. and Oh, yeah, like, it's still guys. bad. It's, it's just it's not... It's not good. OMG, everything's gonna blow up bad. As someone standing on the external <laughs> hull of the ship, <laughs> I vote we use a light side to make this harder. I don't Please. know. I think that's a grand idea. No, that's definitely a gand idea. <laughs> oh, oh no. Has Barrowin already gone? We've all already gone. No, then we're staying on target. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's very bad. It's very bad. Yes, please. We're flying in a straight line. Easy targets but, for a missile. But what if we need them? Uh, now, now, we do have a point of shield defense as Which well. Which is going to absolutely get tossed in. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, we're probably still uh, still in trouble. Yep, so we, we are we have upgraded the, the difficulty of your check, and you have that one point of shield. That's an upgrade for each side of the roll. Uh-huh. Now, this is for the concussion missile. I am going to I am going to upgrade for the Yeah, that's fair. Because this is for the concussion missile. If it was just for like a laser cannon or something like that, I wouldn't. But concussion missiles, I really feel that it should. Yeah, you don't want to waste them. Oh, They're Oh no. <laughs> there are there are a bunch of threats. Uh, there are like have a, there are a three for. threats. So there is you are going to be able to do a lot to this ship. On the other hand, it's doing a lot to thou. Yeah, that's fine. In which case... I mean, it's not fine, but it's... <laughs> it is doing a grand total of 10 damage, breach 4. Oh, no. Breach 4. Okay, so our armor is completely ignored, and then 10 whole damage. Uh, that is almost half of our... Half of the sky on fire is now on fire. Um, I wasn't expecting you to have to say that that quickly. It's more of a pressure explosion. This is your fault, Mr. David. (laughs) However, I have a thought here. So those, the four successes and three threat, I'm, I'm thinking the three threat, like this is a little starfighter coming in. And this guy was kind of a bad pilot sort of being banged around and stuff. I think he sort of flew in all dramatically fired off the missile and was trying to like pull up and is caught in the blast of the missile some. That's what I was going to suggest, so I'm, I'm, I'm game for that. <laughs> okay, hum- humor my ignorance, please. Concussion. Give, give me context for what that means. Like, is... Uh, it, is a, it is a warhead that the bulk of the damage is from the concussion of the blast, not from, like, uh, the, the yield of the explosive. Okay, so it's, it's rattling us really hard, not, like setting us on fire more or... so yeah it still is an explosive but um but like concussion missiles uh canonically speaking this doesn't matter mechanically at all really but um they they're designed to not necessarily hit their targets so much as explode very close to them okay so there's two things that we're going to take care of first i'm going to do 
using those three threat, I'm going to do a as listed blast, like a no success blast to the ship, which will do damage. And yeah, the ship comes in. Oh, wait, no, I'm good. So yeah, it's doing blast to the Z-Tai, which is now closed into close range. Like it fired it from far enough out, but due to the nature of everything, it got into close range. The concussion missile implode, exploded on the other side of the ship from Billy as they're going onto the okay. top. But I do want to get a... I'm wanting to get an athletics check. I'm just mulling the difficulty. I'm thinking that this should be a... Impossible. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> You're not a team player. Oh, he is. Just not that particular team at this moment. Um, I'm... I usually am playing characters who put themselves in situations like being on the outside of a ship in a dogfight. Barrowin, unfortunately, is not that insane, so I have to push the rest of you into it. Yeah, in this particular case, I'm going to go with it be... Uh, Formidable. Stop talking. I'm going down. No, you're not. Impossible is harder than formidable. <laughs> technically. Very um, technically. Uh, I'm going to go with Average. one purple, two red. Uh... I figure there had to be some room for despairs on there. Don't worry, Leslie. You're a droid. We can rebuild you. So one of these droid babies is going to be a PC, right? So what if Cav's never successfully <laughs> built Stop a droid talking. before? Cav's bound to do it sooner or later. We do have lots of life side points, so definitely uh, flip one of those. <laughs> Unless you just don't want to. Live your life, but uh, yeah. Okay, so roll. Dee, 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 dee. Purple, red, red. It's fine. If, 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 Billy, if Billy detaches and floats away, we'll just scan for life signs and find her. Oh. I hate you. So that is then going to be purple, two red, two yellow, and a green. At least it's even. <laughs> I mean, that, that could have been a lot worse. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh... So for the listeners, what, what message popped up? Everybody's favorite. All dice have canceled out. Oh, it's not so much everyone's favorite. This one's just funny. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, in this... Oh, sorry. There's one thing that I should add. Roll me a boost. Because... Ooh, I got a boost. We had been saying about how Billy was being very by the book. That should provide a boost to staying on the hall. Oh my goodness! <laughs> And what did that boost Oh my goodness! Guys! Guys! Listeners, you will never believe this. The boost die came through. See, that's the whole thing. This is Heroes, not Silhouette Zero. (laughs) No, no, this is a personal vendetta. I just assumed that the boost dies have against me. Uh, So that's a success and advantage. Yeah. So you're able to stay on solely because you are strapped in like Lando. Yes, because I obeyed the letter of the law. (laughs) Tethered, moved, tethered. Double carabiners, guys. (laughs) Saves your your hide, or chassis in this case. So, um, can I make a vote for the advantage if it's not too ridiculous? Uh, sure. In the concussion, 
the um, black box was dislodged and I catch it. <laughs> I can kind of go with it. I like it. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, yes, now there's a damaged Z-Tie that is in close range. And that brings us to the top of the third round, which has all three PCs, or all four PCs, there to do what they're wanting as a, as a Z-Tie is coming in. May I make a suggestion? Yeah. Uh, first question, is I, is Cav still in the gun turret, or did she get out to do the, the fixing? Uh, since the threat was dealt with, mm, Cav okay. got out to do the, the fixing. So you've probably been hearing Cav bang around and stuff. Cav will probably be <laughs> running back to the gun turret now that half of the ship has been destroyed. <laughs> and Cav cannot repair anymore during the current situation. Imagine like a Looney Tunes where she's like, she fixes it up and she like grins proudly at it. And then half the ship just disintegrates <laughs> uh, pr- behind Pretty her. much. It's been, it's been a bad day. Like the, the good day for Cav is turning into a bad when day When was for this Cav. a good day for Cav? She got biscuits. <laughs> it was today? Uh, so I, I have a couple thoughts myself. Uh, for one, I'm thinking that anybody who wants to fire should go before Barrowin before she ends the yeah, stay on target. Yeah, that was my suggestion. And then two... I think Billy needs to get inside of the what? ship. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm I'm voting that Brandon goes last in this arrangement. Yeah, I'm good with that. I guess I'll go since I know what I'm doing and it's fairly simple. I'm very distressed. Varun is very distressed by this, but he's going to aim <laughs> twice. <laughs> because what's a little bit more strain when you can kill half the ship with one shot? Uh zero in as best he can, you know, around the fire on the Z-Tie, and uh, just hold both triggers down as long as it takes to get a hit. Alright, so in this case, your difficulty is going to be one purple, one red, and one setback for the defense and adversary on the pilot. Alright, but I double aim, so I got two boosts. I don't have the double upgrade this time, or I don't have the upgrade this time, so I just have a yellow yeah, and green. Stay on, stay on target persists until the end of my turn. Oh, I do. Well, duh. That's the whole reason I'm doing this. I, about to, I thought we had um, a whole conversation. Would it be horrible why? if I... No, I'm not going to flip a light side point. We need those to not but get killed. If you do your job right, this. though, he doesn't. Um, there isn't a next time. <laughs> just flip it. That's also, true, we have like but five. I might potentially have to get... I might be able to use a flip it. talent. Alright, let's flip it. I'll make it three yellows. Why not? I'll match his uh, gunnery skill if the rolls are anything to go by. Oh, no, wait. It's his piloting skill. Yes, his piloting skill is actually pretty good. His gunnery skill? He was upgraded twice. Oh, okay. So he's actually exactly as good as I am. No, he's worse. Upgraded twice and you got three yellows? Mm. Oh, no, upgraded twice and you got two yellows and a green. Okay. Ah, someone who's worse than me. I like it. Uh, I never thought I'd be this worried about a Z-Tie. It's fine. You're going to kill it. We've got three yellows, a purple, a red, a setback, and two boost dice. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got two failure and five advantage, but, but, I'm going to do a gambler thing. Oh, 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 what's that do? What are you going to do? We're going to invoke my two ranks in second chances to once per encounter re-roll positive dice equal to ranks in second chances. So... (laughs) I'm going to hope for some successes, and I'm going to re-roll the yellow that's blank and the yellow that came up as two advantage, because I don't need more advantage. I just need more successes. I can only do this once in an encounter, but here we go. 
Come on, gamble. So like I said, he's just holding the trigger down as long as it takes spraying bullets or bullets. Straying blaster bolts like he's Django Fett in ka-chunk, the asteroid ka-chunk, field. Ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk. Mm. Oh, oh my goodness! That was oh, the most worthwhile of... second chance oh, I've okay. ever seen. Wow. <laughs> so because wow. of my second chances, we went from two failure and five advantage. We lost two advantage, so we went down to two failure and three advantage. Oh, we still we miss. two success. Oh, we still miss. Wait. Well, no, the triumph counts as a success. It's added in already. Oh no! So, so now, now you have a you have a failure with four oh, advantages what do I do with that? and a triumph. <laughs> Something really ridiculously oh. cool looking. <laughs> okay. All right. The four advantages. I want to drive with my shots. I want the shots to just basically force this guy to fly right smack into the firework of our lower turret, like just on a platter for whoever fires that gun. Okay, totally go with that. I don't know if that's boost dice to somebody or if what that ends up looking like, but since I'm spending four advantage on it... Well, two advantage I'm going with, you're essentially causing them to force move once. And okay. for the other two, I'm going with a boost. All right, I like it. And for the triumph, um, how much of an upgrade to the roll can I give the next person to shoot at him? I think with a triumph, you can give an upgrade. Yeah. Then I will give an actual upgrade, yeah. Basically, Vorin's not hitting this guy, but I want him to basically dish this guy right up for, a, a, you know, a slam dunk. That, that or shot. I think you can also upgrade the difficulty of his next action, um, alternately. Ooh, do I want to make it easier to kill him or harder for him to kill us? Given how hurt we are, I'm actually going to make it so that he gets a upgraded difficulty on his next check, because we need the luck. So somebody shooting at him gets a boost, and if he does something, it's harder. Okay, speaking of somebody who may be shooting at him. Uh, so we had Cav down in like the corridor, uh, probably closer to the engine room, working on that stabilizer, standing very up very proudly, when all of a sudden the entire ship just violently shakes and the like smell of burning wires and like part of like the hallway even sort of collapses inward and Cav is sort of like thrown into the wall sunglasses go flying and that's when cav is like okay like we're we're not done with this and uh like looks back towards like the stabilizer cav was working on realizes how bad the damage is just like tosses the hydro spanner cav was holding and is going to use a maneuver to run back to the gun turret and a burn two strain use it get a second maneuver to jump into the bottom turret uh and then is going to try to fire at this thing like quickly taking stock has no time to aim just where is this thing what's going on clearly that thing must be the thing that shot at us and fire all right so it is going to be the same difficulty of one red one purple and one setback and you are getting a boost and an upgrade and an upgrade i'm going to spend a light side point which brings Cav's total pool to one red, a purple, a setback, a boost, two yellow, and a green. One success and two threat. Oh, my my boost didn't help. <laughs> it did not help. Sorry. Well, you can just Sorry, use second buddy. chances. Uh, but that's going to be seven damage to the Z-Tie, <laughs> oh, Ben. It goes kaboom. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. It's an ugly, man. They've got, like, almost no armor in the blast that did it, which I also applied breach to because I felt that was fair, left it with three hull. So, Oh, he served himself on a silver platter. 
uh, th- there's a moment where 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 Cav smiles that kind of creepy smile as this thing explodes, and then because Cav's feeling very like unconfident lately, kind of the smile fades, and Cav like picks up the headset, puts it on, and, and asks, "Was this Gan supposed to shoot that ugly?" Yes, yes, you were. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> What company in their right mind names one of their ships an ugly? It's not a production model. It's just slang. Ah. <laughs> now, if I leave this turret, am I going to be in space? No. Uh, ben, how do you want to spend that two threat? I'm thinking that this is just taking an extra amount out of Cav and going with the two strain. But now then, if we're coming at the end of an encounter, do we get a discipline and or cool check? Well, not and or, just or cool check. Oh, I sure hope so, because Pride and Joy, improved Pride and Joy only works when those things happen. <laughs> yeah, to uh, to recover some strain, Ben. Um, I will go with, yes, yes you may. As Rebo is poking his bowl-covered head into the cockpit. He didn't even bother taking the bowl off his head. Is everything okay? I heard explosions. What did I just roll for my recovery? I got three successes, an advantage, and a triumph. I don't even know what a triumph does on these. You feel super awesome. Uh, I think triumph, I want to say you can spin the triumph to recover an additional three, I think is what's written. That sounds about right. It's in the skill section, as I recall. It's, it's kind of hidden somewhere where it doesn't make a lot of sense, but there is a there is a rule about like what you can do with triumph specifically when rolling to recover strength. In that case, uh, Cav, as like Cav's getting out of the gun turret... K1 comes flying up, passes Cav, Cav sunglasses. Cav puts on the sunglasses and is looking just very like kind of the, the swagger's back as Cav has no strain. <laughs> Why am I all of a sudden Im- getting the image, like the after image of a Twi'lek? Did you, okay, did you kill a Twi'lek at some point and they're coming <laughs> back to haunt you? <laughs> Are they standing behind you then? <laughs> Where did Berwin think Cap got these sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so does anybody does anybody still have any strain left? I still have five strain. <laughs> okay, good news. Uh, because Berwin has improved Pride and Joy, and we are aboard her Pride and Joy, um, I can spend an advantage from my check, which I had one of, uh, for someone else on the ship to recover a strain. So you can recover one more strain. Oh, good. I've only four strain. I wish I had more advantages to give you, but... No, it's okay. This was just a very stressful experience for Verin. He had to learn how to do something new. I mean, I feel like ending up with four strain with half the ship exploding around him isn't bad. It's not currently <laughs> exploding. It's just rickety. Well, now, the important question is, which half of the ship was this? <laughs> the half with the airlock? Or the half with the, the crew area in it? Or was it the front or the back? Uh, back lower. Oh, so like the hyperdrive and all the important bits. Other important bits, thank you. <laughs> there were there were certain important bits on the outside of that ship that are very glad. <laughs> yes, about that. Barrowin, the crew will need to take the skies on fire to a port for repairs when this is done. We can't Cap- we can't do that right now, Cav. Cav knows. Cav has done all Cav can do under the current circumstances. Noted. She used all her duct tape before the missile hit. That's what's burning now. Where's Billy? <laughs> <laughs> um, t- 
just sort of now picturing the like tink 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 of uh, someone knocking on the inside of the airlock. Barrowin, meanwhile, is like whipping the flight yoke around to, to follow the trajectory towards the entrance to the asteroid as quickly as possible. <laughs> so you know, uh, flattening Billy against the airlock door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think if if Vern's not gonna if Vern isn't like is still coming out of the yeah, gun shirt or whatever, out. I actually think it might it might be K one who goes over and like opens up the airlock for Billy. Is is it K? Can K? How how do? Okay, so I was literally picturing like K one has arms. You know, gotta rotate the thingy. I'm 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 actually doing the motions, and I did them when I went out too. <laughs> yeah, that's. Pretty much how I was figuring too. I, like I don't know. I, f- I feel like that's a very ambitious, uh, well, optimistic rather, uh, version of Star Wars space safety. <laughs> I figured it was more like pressing some buttons. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, okay, Come on in. Here's space. Well, I mean, it yep. is an airlock, so there's two doors. Well, I'm on the inside of the airlock now, apparently. Right, meaning like you open the outside door, you go in, and then it, you know. It opens the inside door after that shut so that we don't vent the whole ship every time someone goes in or out. Okay, so K1's letting me in? Yeah, and uh, she, she looks at you and uh, and asks, Are you okay, Billy? I am undamaged. I believe, however, that our doorbell no longer functions. I tried to summon someone earlier. We have a doorbell? <laughs> uh, is that what the beeping is? <laughs> <laughs> One of the many beeps on this ship. All, all is all is acceptable. K1, thank you for inquiring as to my well-being. I did retrieve this. She holds up the black box. Ooh, what is dun, it? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it is the information repository for the satellite that we had damaged. Cav, we have another job. If, if K1 does not mind, I will go find... W9. I believe Cav has plenty to do. Very well. The one thing that I'm especially wanting to do is get a piloting check uh, going into the asteroid. It's okay, guys. We're not going to die. Use the astromech. You do have a boost passed on to you from Cav a while ago. I do. I recall. There is that. Can we plug the the data recorder into our uh, Nava computer or anything so that like we have a map or something. I'll give you a boost for getting into the asteroid. It, it doesn't do subsurface mapping. Okay. Sorry. But you will absolutely get a boost to get into the asteroid. Um, what is my... Oh, I guess my difficulty is going to be two reds and a purple by default. Yes, default, default. If you're doing that, I have the strangest feeling that you will get a bull-helmeted Rodian slipping into the uh, co-pilot seat to help. Aww. Okay. I like Rebo. He's so nice. He's such a good little boy. Did Billy give him his gun back? It's still sitting in the hallway. Billy didn't pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> fell on her head. I she guess left I'll it just there. pick it back up again as I come down and be like, oh, I didn't realize I had Ooh, this. Free blaster! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, K1 picked it up and secreted it inside herself. Wait, who has it now? Uh, if K1 actually picked it up, she... Uh, I, I think she bore witness to the whole blaster mis- mishap. And unlike Cav, she would actually... <laughs> <get it. laughs> mm. 
Oh, you dropped this. Uh, thank you. Takes it and uh, the thing that no one really realizes is that on his G suit, which he wears, there's actually a holster for it. I turned the safety back on for you. Oh, oh, thank you. I, I don't know how. You know, it's dangerous to walk around with your blaster safety off. One of my former crewmates decided to help me with it, and well, now it's it's very easy to shoot. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed. So did the owner of the Biscuit Baron. Well, you should be careful with that. Dude's got one rank and uh, three agility. Okay. To help out. So that'll that'll just boost me again. Well, okay, there's that too, but that's beside the point. Um, In this particular case, going in, I would normally say yes, but going with the highly mapped outer surface that you are plugging in, I'm going to go with no. That there is no setback. Inside, maybe. Which is very advantageous that um, Barrowin's going to be the primary pilot. It's gonna be dark (laughs) inside. I mean, also tunnels. Like, she just knows tunnels. (laughs) This is your your thing. This is is why Barrowin is here. This is is her purpose. (laughs) And she hates it, so... How you holding up, Vrebo? Uh, okay, it that was exciting. Felt like we took a pretty bad hit. Is everything okay back there? Uh, well, I wouldn't want. I'm glad that we weren't carrying any cargo back there. In the background, you just hear like a fire extinguisher going off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just sort of figuring Kev and Zakata are now just trying to deal with what was going on. I forgot Zakata was on board. Oh yeah. We we have a and we haven't verified that she still is. <laughs> Ten damage could represent a pretty big hole breach. We were not alerted by any um, noises, so I'm assuming you're once again overestimating lose. safety features on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who has safety features on this ship. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not made of credits. <laughs> you keep telling yeah, Burn Star that Trek the sound. has all these these devices of ease, convenience, and common sense. Star Wars is like if you took the leftovers from Star Trek and cobbled them together with some duct tape, spit, and a couple of nails you found on the floor. I'm picturing this more like <laughs> a 70s car. A 70s car versus a, a modern car. You know, you've got all the beeps and boops in modern cars that say, your door is open, your lights are on, you're not wearing your seatbelt. 70s car's like, yeah, you do what you want. Th- th- that's not a bad analogy at all, actually. <laughs> The floor under the passenger seat's rusted out. Just a hole there. (laughs) Okay, so uh, I am about to roll a yellow, two greens, three boosts, uh, two reds, and a purple, I believe. That sounds about right. Okay, here we go. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that happened. That Uh, that sure did. I have three advantage. Three advantage. This whole crew needs second chances. <laughs> yeah, this is this is voting very well for when we actually go to apprehend the highly dangerous bounty. You're getting all the bad luck out now. I don't believe you. <laughs> Cosmologically, I don't think bad luck is finite. This entire season has been the worst luck I've ever seen a Star Wars party with the rolling have. That sentence was butchered awfully, but you get my gist. I 
possessed by Yoda for a second. <laughs> so what happens here? All right. Uh, so perhaps Barrowin misjudges the turn, uh, bounces off of a couple tunnels, but with the advantage, perhaps um, one of the collisions sort of accidentally pushes the ship into a convenient tunnel that might have otherwise gone unnoticed. Inside this asteroid, as you're going through, you see that this tunnel has been created by space slugs chewing through the metal and rock. They've abandoned this one for a while, at least as far as you can tell. You didn't really detect anything with your scanners. And a lot of the walls are still covered in a slick, stringy ichor and lumps of black. At the junctions which Berwin pounce through it has now gotten some of the goo on on to their uh the side of the ship and it's now like yeah it's a lot like getting some thick crude oil on the side of the sky on fire i don't know how to mark this on the damage tracker (laughs) print it and then find some ink or something um and just just go with dump it on the character sheet Ship attachment. Okay. And then scan it and upload it to us. <laughs> uh, just go with sk- ship attachment, but yeah. It's helpful. It's it's like spit. It's like Rock spit holding goo. something together. Only it's big, giant space slug spit. It's holding our panels on. Black goo from tunnel. HP required? <laughs> Hopefully zero. Base modifiers? We're gross. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. That's a negative to our ship's presence right there. There's one way of doing it. And also, it doesn't have an immediate effect. <laughs> On the other hand, as you're bouncing through this, you find yourself uh, hovering inside the void of this asteroid. And before you, you see a Z-95 ship. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at thehydeanway.com, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at deuteriumice. You can find me, Christine, and Cav on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, night with a K. Hashtag Cav AMA. Well, that, that's the thing now. That was inserted into a past episode, but by now, it'll have been long over. Yeah, that'll have been like weeks and weeks ago by the time this... Yeah, and I put, I put a cap on it. When episode four drops, I'm done, at least for the time being. <laughs> yeah, but this is episode nine, like an entire month on. Yeah, so, you know, so you people in the past who have no chance of replying to this, <laughs> get your questions in before the week is up. Yeah, you'll do it again. You know it, so. Yeah, the AMA is going in the vault. Oh, I, I didn't say I would never do it again, just for that. will never be released again. You know, I, I want to make it something special. Yeah. Shout out to Tony for totally putting me on the spot with the Cavs AMA thing. It's actually been a lot of fun. Uh, you can find me, Brandon, at uh, Blue of the Ken. I'm at Leslet GS as per normal. And you can find me, David, at AKA Agent Shades. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. 
our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at the If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the Hydean Way. Or donate a calf to us at ko-fi.com slash the Hydean Way. It would be... And then other beings will react more favorably towards the scan. You know, next time we're on a planet that actually has some semblance of civilization, we should just go shopping. The scan likes to shop. Vacation episode! (laughs) I'm just imagining that's like montage scene from every anime. Like... So basically, that's when we like wipe to Verin, like looking very upset off to the side as Cav is like picking through like the, the discount bins at like a space Walmart. Yeah. Uh, it's like, this is not what I had in mind. <laughs> I do feel like we we have accumulated like a whole arc worth of filler episodes uh, <laughs> that we have to do while the while we wait for the manga to get a little further ahead. <laughs> we have to do the one where somebody thinks they're on a date with somebody who doesn't actually think it's a date. Oh, th- th- that'll come. That's a Give classic. It it's it's every anime ever. That's kind of a thing that I need to talk to everyone during the middle of between episodes. Oh but, my! <laughs> um, <laughs> do any filler episodes? Can can we have like a pet? Uh, let's just say crate dragon that only appears in the filler episode, like Mini Moose, who's been here the whole time. I, you know, I don't, if any of us go on a date, I don't know which one I want it to be. I think all, all four. <laughs> Hilarity <laughs> would ensue. So you're saying that you're, you, you want us to have a, a polyamorous relationship. What we need is another crew that's like our equal opposites, except gender flipped or something. So that suddenly there's like perfectly opposite people on either side. I think Cav just needs a fan. I mean, come on, give the Gan some credit. I was going to say, it's good that you rolled that highly, because uh, I looked at the book, and repairing hole damage is very expensive. It is, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's ambiguously expensive. It is ambiguously expensive, but still, it's it's listed as expensive, and I think you, you know, you could probably buy a droid baby, or like, not a droid baby, a, you could build a droid. I'm really worried about you, Mr. David oh, Pickering. I'm really I'm just, tired. I just want you to know that. <laughs> You could build a baby droid. That's what I'm trying to say. Like a newborn. <laughs> oh, I gotta so stop. many baby droids we're going to have soon. Oh, goodness. D- David, where do you think baby droids come from? <laughs> There's a robotic store. I'm more concerned where he thinks babies come from. Cav will teach Verin someday. When a mommy droid and a daddy droid love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> they find a droid technician with good rates. <laughs>